You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Peace, unity, love and having fun indeed. Um, that is Chad Jackson with uh, Hear the Drummer Get Wicked, which is just an eternal, eternal classic. As I mentioned before, yeah, he's a DJ, he's a DJ, excuse me, remixer, a record producer uh, from around the Manchester region. That was his 1990 single, Hear the Drummer Get Wicked. It was a rave classic. It got, I believe, to number three uh, in the charts, which is not bad at all. Kind of goes to show you what was going on in the UK at this point. Um, but he was also known as a scratch DJ. Like he uh, won the DMC World Championships in 1987. Uh, and this is kind of back when, I mean, scratching wasn't a novelty, but people kind of didn't maybe know it that much. And he did things like um, scratching with a broom uh, and a snooker cue and a stool and, and that kind of thing. Um, and I remember seeing him on TV doing that when I was young, being very strange. And also seeing him top of the pops doing this song. Anyway, the reason we were talking is because uh, he's got a new version, uh, kind of a sequel, he describes it, uh, to this song called Get Wicked Again. And so I wanted to ask him, uh, well, basically how it came about. Well, it's been, I've been working on it for probably at least 10 years or so. Because what I did initially was I because of the modern technology and stuff like that and uh um the the options we have now with re-recording stuff uh, i decided to go in and i got loads of musician friends and did loads of sessions with various people and re-recorded the original um uh, hit a drummer get wicked um just for my own personal kind of satisfaction in a way you know because the original was all samples so i decided to just recreate in a way all, all that vibe with with original stuff and and then I'd, i got a few remixes done um i palmed it out to a few of my kind of university students and they come back with a couple of really interesting remixes and i was playing around with with possibly releasing it again and then i thought well you know there's some there's some different parts in here that, that some of the musicians did like for instance the saxophone player you know uh, he did he did a short section which was the original saxophone loop but then there was loads of takes of him just riffing around and so i decided to kind of take a few of those and kind of almost reconstruct well construct a as i said a part two like a sequel of the track uh maybe using just one of the original vocals to give it that connection um and I ended up using the peace unity love and having fun vocal which for me in the original was just as strong a vocal, if not more, than than the Hear the Drummer Get Wicked vocal, you know. And it, ha- yeah. it had a real resonance. I mean, it's still very re- resonant today uh, with the world that we live in, you know. Um, peace, unity, love and having fun, that should be, you know, everybody should have a bit of that in their life. At least <laughs> at least once a week, you know, yeah, with, yeah. All, with all the stresses and strains that we all go through in this modern world. He's right. He's right. We should all definitely, definitely have some peace, unity, love um, and having fun. It was really real pleasure to speak to him, actually. He's got um, very interesting philosophies um, on on things. He's doing up to loads of really interesting things. Um, and uh, one of the things, because he was talking about getting into lecturing on music. He talked a little bit about his students there, which he mentioned, um, which I thought was a really interesting journey. Um, so I decided to ask him about that. First, I just wanted to know where he did it. 
done it at various places. Uh, Academy of Contemporary Music in Guildford. Uh, currently, I'm at uh, Point Blank in uh, London. Um, and I do love that because, I've, as I've said before, my love of music and my love of new music, it, keep, it gives me a really strong connection with what's going on out there, being a person of my age, you know, because... I've got a really strong connection, obviously, with a lot of my students who are very varying ages, obviously, you know, being university students. But uh, quite a few of them are a lot younger than me. So I get that. I get a lot of information about, about new stuff and new artists that I've not heard about. And also what the vibe, if you like, for want of a better term, what the vibe on the street is, you know. Yeah. Um, so I feel, I feel very honoured to have that because uh, it's very informative for me. And uh, that was Chad Jackson talking about uh, why he loves uh, teaching. And I was really interested because, like, he's kind of a Renaissance man, if you ask me. He does lots of different things. Uh, and uh, I'm someone who has done teaching and lecturing in the past. And um, I've done a small amount of DJing, nothing like what he's done with his uh, DM uh, DMC, excuse me, uh, winning experience. Um, <laughs> so I kind of asked him what made him more nervous uh playing a dj set or teaching in front of a class um they're both exactly the same for me i mean teach i mean doing a lecture is like doing a gig you know it's like you've apart from the fact that people can ask you random questions at any time <laughs> um and it's you know i get the same nerves because i have to do a lot of prep obviously for every lecture and then it's almost like a performance i have to go and i have to interest them but I have to impart knowledge as well um, and I have to keep it vibrant, you know. Mm. Um, so that's very, in a way, that's that's very similar to, to kind of doing a gig, being on stage, performing, you know. Um, so very, very similar. And when I do a gig, um, I do loads of prep. And then when I get there, I've kind of got this nervous energy and I have to kind of pace up down like a caged tiger and, and I don't talk much and I probably look really moody and people are trying to talk to me and I'm kind of it's very difficult kind of um, actually interacting with other human beings when I'm in that state uh, so apologies to anybody who's ever tried to talk to me before I'm going to go on and I and have thought he's a he's a bit moody isn't he <laughs> I don't mean it it's just I'm kind of getting in the zone you know I should say that whenever you look up uh, a video of, of Chad Jackson uh, these days, you will find, like, you know, a video of him DJing or Hear the Drummer Get Wicked or something, there's always comments from his students underneath talking about um, how much they like him, which is really, really heartening to see. Uh, anyway, he's got loads and loads of things coming up. Uh, he was talking about maybe finishing off the album, which he's never actually released. He was talking um, about uh, producing more music, that kind of thing. Um, so I, I asked him what else he's got on his plate and he made, uh, he revealed some very interesting things about a book he may or may not be writing. Uh, writing a couple of books, which have been going for a, a number of years, trying to actually, uh, get time to really knuckle down on those. Really. There's one fiction and one kind of vague, um, vague autobiography, if you like. Mm. Um, I've been getting some help actually from, uh, uh, Irving, Irving Welsh, um, which has has been really really helpful. Um, There's worse people to get, get help. There from. is there is worse people, you know. Um, I mean, he's he's a really good lad. He's uh, I mean, obviously, he's a great author, and 
who who better to kind of tap for a couple of little hints and tips, you know? Well, exactly. Who better getting hints and tips uh, from Irvin Welsh, who's also um, involved, I believe, in uh, the record label on which he's releasing Get Wicked, uh, Get Wicked Again. Um, finally, I just wanted to sort of sign off with him, asking what, what else he was doing. Um, well, I'm going to be uh, following up um, Get Wicked Again with uh, something else. I, I'm, I'm going to be looking at that album that I did as well. There's loads of tracks that I've been working on recently, um, little bootleggy things, little re-edit things, new songs. I mean, I'm a songwriter as well. I've been songwriting for years, um, although I never properly call myself a songwriter because you're always learning, you know, but I'd, I'd, I find songwriting fascinating. Um, so I've got loads and loads of productions that I'm just trying to – most of them are almost finished at that kind of stage, you know, lots yeah. of – Loads and loads of time of actually getting all the ideas and the structure and everything together. Um, so what I actually need to do, um, I'm actually off for a week or so at the moment, although I have some gigs to do this weekend. Um, I'm trying to use this time to actually catch up on that stuff before I go back with the lecturing again. Um, so, so you... sorry, go on. So, so, uh, have you been songwriting for other artists or is it songwriting for yourself? No, just myself. It's kind of been, a, if you like, a hobby in a way, but it's a serious hobby, and it's been a long-term hobby. I mean, for decades, you know, I've loved songwriting and the wordplay um, that you have to get right with, with a really good song, you know, and the simplicity. I mean, it's just a, it's a fascinating thing, songwriting, because, you know, more often than not, simplicity is the key, but getting that simplicity right is deceptively complex. Yeah. Um, so... You know, it's a fascinating subject, and um, uh, as I said, I, I love writing songs. So a lot of that stuff might be coming out. Um, there's there's one song. Um, I think I've released a couple of them. There's one thing that I, I know I released. Um, I think it was, I think it was last year on my Bandcamp. Um, there's a uh, something called the Thinking EP, and it's a couple of tracks which. I've been working on over the past few years. One of them is one of the songs that I've written um, and a couple of other things. Uh, what's the song called? Smile to a Stranger. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite, I suppose I'm quite mysterious, not intentionally, but I kind of, you know, uh, sneak little things out and I don't shout about them too much. Maybe I should. I mean, this is the social media world after all. Yeah. You know? um, uh, the problem you... is, is that I, I don't get enough time to do all this stuff because it's kind of it's just me. So I'm yeah. um, I'm kind of having to fit all this in into 24 hours of one person's life, which is a bit frustrating. Maybe I should, you know, maybe I should get smart and um, get a bit of a team around me. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm a control freak. Who knows? You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Cupra.